Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Jordana Levine, and you're listening to the Inspired Table podcast. Each week, you'll be led down an inspired path of curiosity as I chat to some of my favorite soul-centered folk about the things that inspire me daily in the hope that some of that juicy inspiration will rub off on you. So pour yourself your favorite cuppa and take a seat at my table. I promise you'll leave happier, healthier, and bursting with inspiration. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Inspired Table podcast. This week I'm joined by my beautiful friend Emily Banks who is a natural makeup artist and she's responsible for my recent switch to natural skincare and natural makeup and I have to say it was one of the best moves I ever made. In fact, she um, unknowingly turned me into her very own disciple where I try and switch everybody I know to natural skincare and beauty, but nobody can sell it better than M. so I'll let her convince you of why you should make the switch. Enjoy. I am, first and foremost, a total uh beach girl. I have grown up on the coast, so that's on the Gold Coast and partly Byron Bay. I've had a very, um, I would say, very relaxed, quite holistic upbringing. My dad was, he was a pro surfer back in the day, actually. So he, we traveled around, we lived in Bali for quite a while. Um, he was, I guess, and still is a bit of a hippie. So that that's a bit of my background. I now live uh, in beautiful Bondi in a beautiful health conscious community and absolutely love that. Um, so I guess from a yeah from a personal personal side of things, I like to think I'm 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 quite easygoing. I'm a beach girl, coast girl, and totally love that. And my business, Depths of Beauty, is um, it's basically a platform to help educate and create a lot more awareness around the importance of non toxic uh, non toxic beauty. So I've been a makeup artist for eight years. I studied makeup artistry when I was 19 years old. I was either going to study naturopathy or makeup artistry. Being a 19 year old, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go with makeup artistry. It's a three month course. I love the creative side of it. And, um, and, I, and, I, and I went ahead and did that. After practicing in the beauty industry for six years, very much in beauty and fashion editorial, I just found that I wasn't really I just wasn't really loving what I was doing. I wasn't, um, I felt like it just, it, it wasn't fulfilling both sides of my loves and interests, which it is partly, you know, beauty and fashion and feeling, feeling and looking, um, you know, beautiful as a result of feeling good, but it just wasn't necessarily fulfilling, you know, that side of me that's very attracted to health and wellness and well-being and um, 
that's when I decided to transition and become a full natural and organic makeup artist. And yeah, that's sort of when, when Depths of Beauty was, was born. So let's dive straight in. Why is natural beauty and natural makeup so important? So on a really basic level, our skin is our largest organ and it absorbs between 60 to 90% of any ingredient we put onto it straight into our bloodstream. So anything that's being put onto our skin is ending up in our bloodstream and unlike food, food at least has a chance to detoxify once it uh, goes through our digestive system. It has, it does have a chance to detoxify somewhat. Anything being put onto our skin straight to our bloodstream doesn't detoxify and has the potential to affect all of our internal organs. So, I mean, that's, that's from a, a personal level. Um, I mean, that's obviously affecting our health, sorry. There's, Another reason, there's three main reasons that I usually go into, which is number one, health. The second reason is uh, natural and organic beauty is a lot of these beautiful brands and these products are made in a lot more uh, eco-friendly ways. So whether it's through um, refill packaging, whether it's through they're being made in glass jars, they're not producing the demand for toxic uh, waste that ends up going into our sewer systems. And the third reason is, and these are in no particular order as well, I think they're all uh, equally as important. Uh, the third reason is that animal cruelty. I mean, there's mm. so much animal testing still happening as well. So, you know, all of these beautiful, non-toxic, natural, organic, ethically and sustainably made um, products are also cruelty-free. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so we've, got, we've got health, we've got sustainability, Yep. and the environment and I guess there's so many health conscious people walking around and not just in Bondi they exist outside of the bubble um, yep. and I think it's a, it's something that they don't really think about you know we think about what we eat we think about the foods we put into our body we think about the amount of exercise we're doing we think yep. about mindfulness and meditation yep. meanwhile we're putting all of this stuff like you said onto our skin and it's being absorbed straight into our bloodstream exactly and i think that that's just it i think you know people aren't thinking about it enough and that's that's not necessarily um I don't necessarily think that's that's their fault. I just think there's not enough education or awareness yeah. around it all. Um, I'll actually backtrack for a second as well. When when I decided to make the transition to natural beauty, it was because I I actually started receiving products to represent. So I was actually like a Clinique it girl um, for a little while, which basically meant that I received products and I made um, you know video reviews on it. So this was like this was quite a few years ago now. Um, and I just didn't feel comfortable doing it because I knew better, because I knew that these products weren't necessarily good for us. I, I love the creative side, but once I realized that I had the power, power to potentially influence people what products to be, to be purchasing, that's when I went, well, okay, not quite loving this. I'm going to look into natural beauty and, um, and see if it works. And I started looking into all of these beautiful natural products and they were working beautifully. And that's when I started going, okay, well, I need to know the difference between natural beauty to, to mainstream conventional beauty. Once I looked into it, I realized that, that these products had ingredients that were proven to be carcinogenic, neurotoxic, and endocrine disrupting. And as much as I thought I had a, an understanding, once I really looked into this a lot more, I was just like, oh, my word, mm. how on earth? 
earth do people not know this? Yeah, it's terrifying, isn't it? Yeah, and and it's actually really serious stuff. And I and that's and that's when I was like, how how can we be walking around covering ourselves in even if it's just personal care products like deodorant, sunscreen, moisturizers? How how is it that I didn't used to know or even blink an eye really when I was covering my skin in this and and many people still don't um and and it's not just it's not just cosmetics is it M? like it's it's moisturizers it's cleansers it's the products we're putting on babies and children absolutely it's unfortunately where we are currently at that the beauty industry and this is one of the main things that I I go through when I train um, either at my events or even if, when I have client consults and people are just asking about it the, the beauty industry is unregulated so unlike the food industry so it comes under the FDA umbrella and I think look you would probably agree there's still some quite questionable ingredients found in food products um, yeah. and when I say food products I mean packaged products I, I guess um, but the beauty industry does come under the FDA in the States and it comes under the TGA in Australia. And basically what, is, what it states is that brands are allowed to put whatever ingredient, whatever product they like on the shelf and it's, it's, prove, it's assumed safe until proven otherwise. Whoa. So, and there's no governing board that's actually testing or requiring testing to, to prove that these products um, aren't safe so so basically brands are allowed to self-regulate they're allowed to put something on the shelf they're allowed to say natural on it they're even allowed to use the word organic on it because there's there's no one stopping them there's no governing board you know monitoring this and this is this is how we've got to a, a place today where we're unfortunately we're we're we have all these products on the shelves that are highly um, carcinogenic neurotoxic and endocrine disrupting because it's unregulated yeah and that, I think yeah I think that's what people don't um, aren't yet aware of. Yeah, that it's yeah. unregulated. So absolutely. I mean, I, I'm aware of it now only because you've told me. But I remember the first time you told me that. I found that terrifying. Yeah. So what should we be looking out for on labels then? Because even you know, there's there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of words on those labels. There's a lot of words. And even on the natural stuff that I have now that I've switched to, there's a lot of stuff yeah. I still don't understand. Yeah. So so what what are the big ones that we need to flag? Yeah. So there's there are a few. There's a hundred of, yeah. of ingredients to watch out for, but there definitely are a few that are most commonly found in a lot of um, conventional products. So. The, the main two things, I, I narrow it down to the main two things because they're kind of the easiest to, to remember. Um, and before we finish this conversation, I'll obviously um, let everyone know places that they can go and find products really easily so they don't have to worry too much about even looking into, into those ingredients. Beautiful. Um, but the two main ones are synthetic preservatives and fragrance. So synthetic preservatives can, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of the word parabens. And I'm sure a lot of people have actually heard of the, you know, the, the word parabens and to, yeah. to be avoiding it. Um, parabens are synthetic preservatives and they act, actually act as xenoestrogens in the body. So what that means is they mimic our own estrogen levels and puts our hormones completely out of whack. Um, and it's, it's also known as a, as a possible carcinogen as well. And um, the thing is, though, Parabens aren't the only synthetic preservatives. So 
whilst a lot of brands are saying paraben free, no. uh, they might still be using synthetic preservatives like phenoxyethanol, like formaldehyde, like all of these other long words that people aren't educated to look for. So the main ones really are synthetic preservatives and fragrance is another one that you will find in 99% of products. Uh, fragrance can either be labelled, you'll see an asterisk down the bottom, if it's made from an essential oil, that's okay, but it, need, it will state it if it's made from an essential oil. If it's not made from an essential oil, it will just say the word fragrance and all fragrance tested by the EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group, um, who are the good guys basically, I highly recommend. You can also look up ingredients on, on that site and, and they've been tested by this board, which is, is great. Uh, but all fragrance tested was found to have phthalates and phthalates is a proven carcinogen. So, I mean, just that alone, finding fragrance in a product and finding uh, a synthetic preservative in a product, there's two ingredients that are basically proven carcinogens and endocrine disruptors, not to mention a whole list of, of others, like sodium lauryl sulfate is, is quite a harsh um, ingredient as well that's basically found in all of your bathroom uh, products you will it's usually the first first ingredient and it acts as a foaming agent so it makes things foamy so i highly recommend to anyone listening uh to go home and maybe have check check your bathroom um for the sodium lauryl sulfate because a lot of products are foamy and, and what that does is it strips your skin of its natural oils um and it's quite rapidly absorbed by the skin and retained in the heart liver um and brain and is not good no. <laughs> so and yeah. I, I imagine that 99.9% of products on people's shelves have fragrance too. I mean, you want yeah. something that smells good, right? Yeah, that's, that's a, fragrance is a huge one. So as I said, there's, there's all these other ingredients that, that you can find, but the second that you do see fragrance or some sort of, sort of uh, paraben or synthetic preservative, like I said, formaldehyde or phenoxyethanol, um, you really want to be avoiding that product in my opinion because there's, there's a lot of safer options uh, yeah. on the market now so yeah there's so, also actually I will just quickly mention before I forget um, there's a really fabulous app called Think Dirty and yeah. it's free and you can upload that and actually look up your products that you have so it has a it has a scanner so you could take a picture of the back of the product say if you're shopping take a picture of the back of the product scan it and it will pop up how how carcinogenic or how dangerous the great ingredients in that product are. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so that's a real – I actually, yeah, really need to get that out there a bit more. I'll be doing a blog post on that too. But I highly recommend for everyone to upload this app called Think Dirty. Yeah. And that will really help everyone to understand these ingredients a lot more and, and what's in their products. So yeah, that, you that don't sounds amazing. have to do all the – hours of research like I have <laughs> yeah you've done all the yeah. hard work for us thanks yes. Em. <laughs> no worries. my pleasure really um, can we just go back to what you said about products having natural and organic on them doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that they're safe yeah so unfortunately all products can say natural they can make the, the the branding all green and this is what we call greenwashing basically so it's when a product uses the word natural it can use the word organic and it, it, it might only contain one organic ingredient or it might contain coconut you know it might contain yeah a coconut um ingredient in there and it, the rest of it's filled with with toxic uh chemicals which isn't ideal so i know it, it makes everyone sort of go oh so how do i find you know 
the safe products. Mm. Um, so certification is is quite a good option these days. So looking for certified organic, especially when it comes to skincare, is really great. That's kind of the biggest guarantee that you can get that a product has been tested by the certification board from the second from the soil through to the manufacturing through to the second that it's on the shelves. Um, so certification is great. Having said that, there are some brands that I do work with um, who aren't necessarily certified organic, but I've done the, the research into them and I personally know the founders and I know where, uh, say for example, these some ingredients are wild crafted. So if an ingredient has come from the wild, it's not in a farmed, uh, basically, it's not farmed, so it's you can't get that certification as well. So I don't know if this is making it any easier, but to understand. But basically, just because a product says organic on it or natural on it, you can't assume that it's safe. No, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it absolutely does make sense. And like you said, you know, it takes a little bit of research, but there's so much available to us now. Yeah, well, th- well, this is it. There are there's so many beautiful brands available to us now, and there's some great stores that I personally work with, and I kn- I know, I mean, they've the founders are very similar to me. They've done all the research, they've done the hard work, and they make sure that they are only stocking brands uh, who are safe. So once you sort of find these these places to be sourcing your beauty and personal care products, you can just trust in this whole store that you're okay, which makes the whole process a lot easier. If you do want to go into stores or health food stores or still be shopping uh, at the supermarket, you you will need to, um, I mean, I would highly recommend that you still looked into the ingredients and didn't necessarily trust just because it says the word organic that the, the product is safe. So there's definitely so many beautiful natural options now. It just depends where you're choosing to to shop and look for your products. Um, I mean, obviously, on, on through my site as well, I do so many, so many reviews and I list so many products that like... You, you, you're sorted, you know. You only we only really need a handful of products, and we're we're fine um, to cover all the bases. So don't worry, everyone. There's so many options. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's um, let's bust a few of the myths associated with switching to natural beauty. Yes. Um, I know a lot of excuses are made by people like it's too expensive, um, yeah. it's not avail- It's not readily available, they're not as yeah. effective, they don't yeah. last as long. Yeah. Yeah. What I get all of them. All that? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get all of them. And I think, look, previously – I do think that natural beauty didn't perform as well as what it does now. Um, I know that when I first became a makeup artist eight years ago, it probably wasn't possible for me to be a natural organic makeup artist back then and get the performance in the products that I'm getting now. So a big thing that I try to remind people is that brands are constantly reformulating and we're really, really fortunate now to have access to these beautiful brands that are performing. and. I promise you, like I, I was a, I was a conventional makeup artist for six years before I transitioned to natural beauty and these products that I'm now using, they're performing just as well as the conventional products. Uh, I think if people are finding that, let's say someone's gone to the health food store and found a foundation and it's not performing very well, that might be the case because they haven't found the right foundation for them, for their skin color, they haven't had the assistance. Um, to color match they haven't you know bought the right product for their skin so I think yeah there's definitely enough products 
out there that perform just as beautifully as the mainstream. It's just people testing a few different things and finding what's best for their skin before they uh, hopefully write it off or make the judgment that it doesn't work. Yeah, and I think I can say from a personal perspective, I made the switch, oh, God, um, it must have been mid last year. After, I think it was when you met me. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. After a consult with you. And yeah. I switched the very next day because you freaked me out. <laughs> There's always got to be this balance of freaking people out and then being like, you know what, it's okay. People need to have the educational side of it to understand the importance. And then, you know, we're, we're all good. We can always start fresh and. We're just really lucky these days to have so, so many beautiful options. Yeah, absolutely. I've become I've become a preacher of your work. Don't worry, oh, I'm like your very own you. disciple. But the thing the thing that people say to me a lot is, "Oh, my skin isn't good enough to be using these kinds of products. I need more coverage." Yeah. But the magic of it is that once you start using them, they're yeah. so nourishing and gentle on your skin that your skin starts to improve. Yeah, so it's two things. Firstly, uh, just that point you mentioned about people mentioning there's not enough coverage. There absolutely is products with just as much coverage as mm. mainstream. So just to, to get that one out there, it just means choosing a foundation that is um, that gives that coverage. But trust me, it, it's out there. So just so everyone knows, if someone's listening going, oh, so it doesn't give the coverage, it does. Um, and, yeah, secondly... Everyone that I know who's transitioned to, to natural beauty has found that their skin has really thanked them for it because beauty, first and foremost, I think is cultivated from, you know, beauty starts from within. And what we're actually putting on our skin, though, is ending up inside of our bodies and affecting mm. us internally as well. So exactly as you said, when you start using natural organic products that are full of antioxidants and nourishing healing ingredients, it not only helps our skin externally, but it helps our health internally as a result, um, which as a result obviously helps it uh, glow on the outside too. So yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so passionate about helping everyone to make the switch because you just feel so much better about it and your skin will thank you for it. And there's just no difference in performance. Like there's just no reason I think for people to still be using the mainstream toxic products. And I think the only reason that people are is because they just don't know about the alternatives that work just as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the w- other, yeah, sorry. no, you go. <laughs> I was just, I was sorry. I was just thinking back to your, I feel like I was still sort of answering that question about the myths. Um, and price, you mentioned the price yeah, difference yeah. as well doesn't really exist no just like the mainstream just like the mainstream conventional world you can find products that are in the 10 to 20 dollar um bracket and you can also find really super luxe products like in the conventional world like your dior's and chanel's um you know in the 90 to 100 dollar bracket it's actually exactly the same in the natural organic realm like you can find beautiful skincare and oils in a really natural form that are organic that are you know in the 10 dollar price bracket or you can find some really gorgeous eco luxe beauty brands that are stunning uh you know that that you're paying a little bit more for because they're they are in beautiful packaging and uh there's there's just the options for everyone but it's absolutely not true that you're paying more for organic beauty i'm i'm paying less 
Yeah. I'm paying less and I'm using less product Mm -hmm. than I used to use and I'm wearing less makeup than I used to wear. Oh, which is so good. That makes me so happy. I love it. My one of my mottos is is less is more. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you um you know, tell us your favorite products. But I just want to jump in here and say the best advice you ever gave me was Jehovah oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now use it as my cleanser, my makeup remover, yeah. and my moisturizer. So good, yeah. isn't it? It's so and it's great. so cheap. And it's so cheap. Like, it's so reasonably priced. Yeah. And Jehovah oil is one of is most suited to all skin types. And the reason being is the molecular structure of Jehovah oil is the most similar to the natural sebum that our skin creates, secretes, sorry. So when we're using Jehovah, our skin thinks it's it's our own natural oils and, and it's absorbed really readily. So it's, yeah, Jehovah is a really great one for everyone. Um, Jehovah is though, it's, it is a base oil. So it's a great one if you're on a budget and if you don't need more than Jehovah oil, excellent. I have come around to start loving oil blends though because oil blends almost like having, it's almost like let's say vegetables, you're having just sweet potato, but let's say you you make a curry with like sweet potato, your eggplant, your broccoli, (laughs) and you're getting all of your different minerals and vitamins and nutrients. It's the same with oils as well. So I'm actually loving some oil blends that have, have a mix of oils to really get the full antioxidant hit too. But Look, it's not necessary. If you've got really beautiful, flawless skin, Jehovah, absolutely. And my sister uses Jehovah as well. Like quite a few people use Jehovah and have absolutely no um, no qualms because it's a really beautiful oil. It's a, Well, actually, it's considered a wax. Um, but, yeah, it's so good to hear. I so love it. So good. I was just laughing before because <laughs> what were you I thought you um, were using a food analogy so that I would understand. Oh. <laughs> Well, I've started using that analogy to everyone because, because not just for you, um, you're like, okay, and let's talk about the food. Um, because people often ask me what is the all-time like best oil for, you know, reducing lines or what's the best oil for this or what's the best, just what's the like hands down most nutrient dense mineral filled antioxidant rich oil. Mm. And my answer, I've just realized that it's, it's a really easy to put it into that sort of phrase and so it's like, kind of like asking like what's the all-time best vegetable and it's like well they've all got really great separate qualities like as far as oils there's jojoba oil there's rosehip there's coconut there's pomegranate oil there's avocado oil there's so there's kakadu plum like there's oil yeah, there's, there's and so- everywhere now everyone's stocking them i actually um use a blended oil at night time Oh, beautiful. Um, and it's got, oh, I can't even remember who makes it now, but it's got avocado oil and rosehip oil and jojoba right. and almond. And, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and those oils, so like avocado oil, jojoba, macadamia, they're all really light, uh, lightweight oils. So I know that a lot of people get a bit uh, with using oils, but if you're using a lightweight oil and you allow it enough time to sink into your skin and only use a couple of drops, you won't be left with an oily residue. Like, do you find that, that it's... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is, yeah, that is another thing that people say to me. Oh, I can't believe you use oil. You know, my skin's so oily. Yeah. Well, like, interestingly mm. too, oils can actually help to balance the pH level of our skin. Yeah. So if your skin is producing too much oil, by using the right oil, it will actually make it less oily. So 
it's yeah interesting that is interesting isn't it Uh, (laughs) i love it (laughs) um and then the other the other myth that i brought up was availability so i mean you must notice especially because you've been doing this for a while now how much more product is available to people yeah that's and there really is so much uh especially in the states as well there's it's all it's all the rage in the states and most people i meet in the states are already using it because it's so Uh, readily available in Australia we are a little bit behind still um, but as far as I've, I've decided to stand up and represent the Australian market and the reason being is because if you google natural beauty online you'll often you'll often find uh, some US bloggers and they're mentioning products that aren't accessible to us unless we order from overseas so I want to make it really easy for us Aussies to just be able to order products that are already in the country so Having said that, yes, they're absolutely more accessible. There are some awesome online stores um, that I work quite closely with and the reason being is because they just stock basically everything that I could ever possibly need. Yeah, and you know you know, you, you know, that what you're ordering from there is safe. You don't have to think twice. A hundred percent. So, I mean, that yeah, there's, there's uh, Beautiful Because, there's Nourish Life, there's um, I Am Natural Store, there's Be Naturally You. There's some really great online stores that stock everything you could possibly need yeah, beautiful i'll They're, put i'll put all those in the show notes so people can just yeah beautiful there's also i mean a few products are stocked in health food stores unfortunately not not some of the best ones though and we're really really lucky that rms a beautiful natural organic raw vegan brand is now stocked in Mecca, which mm. is huge. And that brand's been around for eight years. Really? Um, yeah, so that brand's been around for eight years, but it was only it only got into Mecca this mid-last year. So that's like a huge hallelujah moment um, yeah. that it's now available mainstream. So it's most so people beautiful. Quite, so great. Most people are quite familiar with RMS now. Uh, I'll actually just quickly tell the story of RMS because I love Do that it. story. But RMS is founded by Rosemary Swift. She's a celebrity makeup artist and has been for 25 years or so from America. And she reached a point where around eight or nine years ago where she was really, um, really ill and she went to the doctor and he tested her blood and they found that she had really high blood toxicity. So she had heavy metals, pesticides, um, just a host of, you know, synthetic basically um, ingredients in her blood, which was making her really ill. And one of the first questions that the doctor asked her was, do you work in the cosmetics industry? (laughs) And she was like, well, yes, I do. I've been a makeup artist for 25 years. And um, yeah, that's what drove her to start looking into all these products she'd been using. And she, she has, yeah, she fully believes that all the ingredients and products she was covering herself with definitely had to do with her uh, falling quite ill. Oh my goodness! So, so yeah, she she then created this beautiful brand called RMS that performs beautifully. As I said, she's celebrity makeup artist. Worked on Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, all the big, you know, uh, Elle McPherson, Miranda Kerr, and if anyone knows what beauty products are supposed to do, it's it's her. And so it's exciting that she has her own range that's all natural, all vegan, and organic. It's so accessible and so yeah. affordable too. Yeah, it is affordable. It comes in little glass. It comes in little glass jars, though, so it can actually visually it looks quite small, 
but all of her products are really highly pigmented. So I do yeah. know that when people go shopping, they can be like, oh, but it looks tiny. But no. they do last a long time because they're really highly pigmented. And she hasn't wasted packaging on making it look 10 times bigger, even though there's yeah. only a tiny bit of product. Um, well, I, I bought um, her Uncover Up, the concealer, mm. in June last right. year. And I'm still, I'm still using it. Yeah, I have right. out. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that does last a really long time, that mm. cover-up. I use that as a concealer and uh, often as concealer slash foundation. It's really great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, so good. Um, so let's say you freaked everybody out because that's yep. likely to happen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they want to go and they want to change their whole beauty regime. Mm-hmm. from skincare to makeup mm-hmm. where's the best place to start what would be like your top five yeah so the place, best place to start is definitely focusing on whatever you're putting on the largest surface area of your body so things like moisturizers all over body moisturizer things like deodorant that you're using most likely every single day mm. if you are someone that uses fake tan fake tan um sunscreens as well and probably your the products that you use when when you're in the shower because when our skin is warmer our pores really open up and we absorb those actually a lot more quickly than than uh yeah when our skin is dry so definitely the personal care things just swap your first first of all moisturizers um and personal care so whatever's in your bathroom body wash and they're actually some of the easiest switches to make because you're not you're not color matching. Um, you're yeah. just finding, yeah, products that are beautiful for moisturizing. And uh, there's also great fake tan options and there's great sunscreen options too. So yeah, they're definitely first priorities, I think. Um, are we moving on to more? No, I want to I wanna stop right there. Stop. Okay. I want to talk to you about sunscreen just quickly and then we'll go yeah. back to that. Yeah. Um, I know sunscreen's a big one and... Um, I walk past many a beachgoer in Bondi and they smell of the beautiful coconut latan. And I feel sad in my heart because they're doing the right thing. Well, they think they're doing the right yeah. thing. Yeah. And they're trying to stay sun, stay sun safe. And, yeah. you know, there were years when, uh, you know, people were just lying out there and burning themselves to a crisp. And I feel like yeah. people have been educated now and are trying not to get sunburned. Mm-hmm. But now they're covering themselves in sunscreen mm-hmm. and it's toxic. Yes. Well, the conventional sunscreens are highly, highly concerning in my opinion. I'm that, I'm that girl on the beach that like if I'm lying next to you and you start spraying it, I like mentally like I'm like, oh, my God, I need to run for the hills to get away from this. Um, I'm, and look, I'm sure it's fine. Reiterating that I think using products over – years and years that's when the build-up happens and can really uh, create some issues inside the body if you've used something once or twice that's 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 not a huge issue so I'm sure I'm fine when I'm getting a bit of residue on the beach I'm sure I'm fine (laughs) but me knowing what I know I freak out Um, so the conventional sunscreens are using chemical UV blockers and the natural sunscreens are using mineral blockers so mineral blockers include zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, zinc oxide being the safer option um, in non-nanoparticle form. Sorry to get too sciencey on you. But the, the basically the conventional UV blockers have been linked to causing 
free radical damage once our skin uh, absorbs them. So anything that's linked to actually causing the free radical damage in our skin, I think is better avoided. And we do have really great natural options now that are using the zinc oxide and um, or titanium dioxide. Though zinc oxide is the better option. So look, we, we do have some great sunscreen options available and unlike a couple of years ago, they're not all they used to reflect white. They used yes. to be really thick and they used to reflect white, the, the natural sunscreens. Yeah, I've got one that makes me look <clears throat> like a ghost. Like a ghost, yeah. yeah. So like makeup products, like skincare products, they've reformulated and reformulated and we're lucky to be at a place now where we do have natural options. Whilst I truthfully I do find they're a little bit thicker than the conventional, the mainstream toxic uh, sunscreens that you're spraying on your skin that are so quickly absorbed they're so quickly absorbed because they have a host of toxic ingredients they're making them quickly absorbed for convenience so that they sell and so people feel like it's really easy and comfortable right Mm. i believe that we just need to accept that a natural sunscreen if we want to be using a natural sunscreen it is going to be just a smidgen thicker yeah and not not too much thicker now like it's it's actually I find them absolutely fine. They're also using ingredients like shea butter and really moisturizing uh, ingredients that can also have a natural SPF to them as well. So this is a thing too. All, the, all of these oils have natural SPF. Of Sometimes between coconut can have between two to eight SPF. Um, like a black seed, blackberry seed oil can have up to 10 SPF. Um, so yeah, the, the, the natural sunscreens out there, they're using a host of really nourishing natural ingredients and they're using mineral blockers as opposed to the really highly toxic chemical blockers uh, that are out there. So if there's something to switch, I, if you spend a lot of time in the sun, like please switch to a natural sunscreen. Yeah, it's actually a really important one, I think. Yeah. And I guess also, you know, don't, don't be out there in the middle of the day Oh, absolutely. Put on a hat. I truly think the safest sun care, sun care we can have is not to spend too much time in, in the harsh sun. Yeah. You know, everyone says the 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon, you're great. I am a beach girl, so I actually do spend hours in the sun. I think vitamin D is <laughs> great for me and I'm quite comfortable using my natural blockers, but... If you're someone that doesn't really use much sunscreen, you don't spend much time in the sun, that's the best possible way to um, protect your skin, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Yeah. Um, so we spoke about um, switching moisturizers and body wash and, you know, the things that you're putting on large surface areas. But mm-hmm. if we wanted to narrow it down to our makeup kit, mm-hmm. where's a good place to start there, do you think? Yeah, so this... Makeup kit, easiest things to switch and to start with are switching things like your mascara, switching things like lipstick or lip balms. Uh, They're really easy. There's loads of options out there that all perform beautifully. And I find that probably foundation is the trickiest thing for people to figure out. And unfortunately, I can't give, tell everyone, so many people like, and just, you know, what's the best foundation? Yeah. And it's almost like asking what's the best, it's everyone asking the same question of what's the best food protocol or diet to follow. Yeah. Uh, 
and it's it is just different for everyone depending on your skin tone depending on if you like light coverage if you like fuller coverage there's a lot of different things that come into that so foundation i think is probably the trickiest for people having said that um i have done a, a, a full pdf of all my favorite uh foundations on my site if you yeah if you just like subscribe on the side you get that if you want to do that but otherwise like swap your mascaras swap swap all the stuff that you don't need to color match first it's it's actually just so easy yeah that's <laughs> like actually you, really good advice yeah and I've, I've got reviews on all my top mascaras i've got reviews on all my uh top sunscreens that I've tested and trialed. So all that all that info is really easily accessible, again, via my site. Otherwise, you're welcome to go and look through it all, all yourself. But I've spent the last two years kind of testing and trialing products for the purpose of making it easier for you to transition. So by all means, I hope my, my resources can help you to, to change it. I've also done, yeah, just some personal care blogs on what I use as well. So I know that Sometimes people don't want to be trialing things to figure out if it works for themselves. So by all means, take advantage of everything I've got up there. Yeah. Yeah, very valuable information. Thank you. Um, (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So there is a bunch of products masquerading as gentle products out there. And Mm. I think the biggest one of all is Mm. pawpaw. Pawpaw. I would say there's two, but yes. No, tell us what they all are. What do you think the biggest offenders are? Yeah, so definitely that red Lucas pawpaw is based on petroleum jelly. And petroleum actually attracts UV rays to your skin and it dries out your skin. So it's kind of like the biggest hoax of of all, Mm. in my opinion. Like who hasn't gone through 10 tubs of that Lucas pawpaw in their life? Oh, we were addicted to it in high school. Right. I I used to have – I've gone through so many tubes of that stuff thinking that it was really good for Mm. my lips and my skin. So, unfortunately, that is not. There's much better options. And another another one that really kind of gets me going a little bit um, is QV and Cetaphil. So – these are products that are often recommended by uh, skin specialists or dermatologists. Yeah. Um, and if you just look up the ingredients, you will find that they have synthetic preservatives. They, they even have parabens in them. And parabens are known skin irritants, amongst many other things. So people with eczema and with inflamed skin and with acne are recommended to use these so-called so-called sensitive products that they're calling them sensitive because they don't have fragrance in it and because they don't um actually i don't know why else they're calling it sensitive for sensitive skin but because they it have, sells product <laughs> because it sells product that's exactly right yeah um but yeah i think that's the biggest misconception one of the biggest mis- misconceptions so many people i know uh have spoken to using Cetaphil or QV thinking it was doing their skin a world of good and it can actually be doing the opposite. I did have a client, um, I think it was like mid last year and she suffered, well, suffered quite severely with eczema and and some skin, aggravated skin conditions um, and has done for her whole life basically since she was quite young and she's been recommended to use, she was recommended to use QV and Cetaphil and was still doing so until we had a consult and look, I don't claim to, you know, be—I don't claim to be a specialist or a 
doctor and anything like that at all. I just go off what I have trialed and off my experience and off what I hear people is, is working for people that's natural and what the earth has provided. So I got her onto using just an aloe vera gel from a plant. You can't get more soothing healing than aloe vera gel from a plant. I got her off Cetaphil and we did a consult and, you know, I recommend some beautiful natural organic skincare products and makeup products and within a week, two weeks, she was emailing me being like, Em, thank you so much. My skin's never been better and I've stopped using, you know, all these products that are supposedly good for sensitive skin and my skin has completely, you know, settled down and it's it's that's why I do what I do because it's actually it's life changing for people to to be feeling like their skin isn't itchy or irritated or aggravated or their health isn't compromised and that's that's what why I really love spreading this message because it can actually help to change people's lives it's actually a lot more serious than just you know beauty and fashion and lipstick and as much as I love that side of it too um, there's there's definitely a much more serious side to it so did I just go on a complete tangent? No, not at all. You went, <laughs> you went on a very poignant tangent. Oh, thank you. And what about um, what about the fellas? What about the fellas? What about the fellas? Yeah, so it still affects the fellas, and it's quite funny when I do just chat to some new people that I may have met. And they might be a man. And I start telling them what I do, and you know, they kind of bless them. I feel like they're they're pretending to act a bit interested because really, what men understands um makeup (laughs) um but it actually does relate to them and by the end of the conversation i've got them hook line and sinker quite interested because it does relate to men too yeah and still use deodorants men use hair care products men even down to personal care like um toothpaste or face wash or sunscreen's a big one for men and it, it still relates to them it's still they still have skin that's absorbing it straight into their bodies as well. So my partner, when I first got with him several years ago now, he actually used to have quite bad eczema, um, but I cleared all of that up as well through natural products. So, and I think quite a few, uh, that's actually quite a general thing to say, so I won't say it. No, go on, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I feel like I do meet a few men with with a few eczema um, issues, but I think that's just quite a broad thing to say. So... Um, well, I think the thing is that a lot of well, a lot of men that I know don't actually have a beauty regime or a skincare regime. Yeah. Um, I used to date a guy who would wash his face with shampoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I that's oh, bless him. And it wasn't my girl, organic natural shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're funny, aren't they? They're yeah, funny. they are funny. And um, you know like you said deodorants and all the rest of it so they are exposing themselves to um a a lot of a lot of product but not actually realizing that they are yeah absolutely and look it does affect them just the same as well so there's definitely the first things that i mention is uh switch over to a natural deodorant um and sunscreen if you're spending time in the sun because again that's covering the largest surface area of, of the body and if they do wear yeah moisturizers or aftershave or some sort of uh, fragrance definitely switch to natural because there's there are options out there I, I will actually point out though that there's there are less available for men than there are women yeah. um, that's when it comes to fragrance when it comes to skincare there's 
skincare is skincare. We all have skin and it doesn't, yeah, you, we could be using the same products easily. My partner and I do share our, um, like, deodorant as well because it comes in a paste. So it's, yeah, it's like a paste deodorant that, that we're using and it absolutely works better than any mainstream deodorant I've ever tried and he agrees as well. So, yeah. Yes, I agree too. I Are think you we using use the same axilla? one. Yes. Are you using axilla? Yeah, great. It so is so good. magical. I it's put everybody actually, onto it. Yeah, same. I feel like they should start paying me a commission. Right? I feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm like ambassadoring their brand. So word ambassador. Yeah, it's so ambassador. it's so amazing. Um for everyone listening, it's a it's a paste that comes in a little jar and you have to physically rub it on with your fingertips. Which at first people get a bit turned off by. Yeah, which at first freaked me out, but it's actually really nice. I like doing it now. Yeah, it's actually really easy and you don't have any residue like left on your fingers or anything and it lasts a really long time. Yeah. Uh, and I do find just when it comes to deodorant as well, I'll point out that there's two types of people. There's people who get BO and there's people who just don't get BO. So if you're one of these people that just don't generally ever really experience BO but you want to be using a natural product but you can't really be bothered using a paste, um, I would recommend there's a few other ones that um, there's like Love Vanilla, there's also a Mukti deodorant that's great. Um, but if you are someone that does get BO, I, there's just nothing that will perform better than Axilla. Yeah. So I just I learned that through gifting it to a couple of people and they were like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. And I was like, what do you mean it's okay? Like it's incredible. <laughs> well, I guess I don't really, you know, get BO anyway. So like they didn't really notice the difference. Yeah. So for people listening, I just think if, if you're someone that doesn't really experience BO, if you might just want to use something that's a roll-on or a spray that still works but it, it just won't perform as well as Axilla. And on the topic of deodorant, um, yeah. I find with Axilla it neutralizes the odor really well, but yeah. you're still sweating, yeah? So it's not yes. an antiperspirant. No, because we do not want to use antiperspirants because okay. we, our bodies naturally want to sweat to secrete toxins. Yeah, Toxins need to get out of our body okay. and that's, that's how we do it. So to, to stop that process is just keeping um, more toxins in, in our bodies that we don't want we we want to let our bodies do what they naturally were designed to do so an antiperspirant isn't going to do that but look each 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 their own um it's everyone's choice what they want to be using but it's definitely for me it's quite important to be using something that uh, under our arms as well and our scalp is absorbs quicker than any other area on our body it, mm. it absorbs a hundred times quicker than any other area so yeah to me it's it's a lot more important to be using a product that's not going to disrupt my hormones or, um, yeah, potentially affect my health. Yeah, Just, and it's yeah. the it's the heavy metal toxicity from deodorants, isn't it? Yeah, so it can be aluminium yeah. again. The the preservatives that can be quite toxic and fragrance, another one too that you'll find in all deodorants and fragrance, as we spoke about, has the phthalates, which is carcinogenic. So, I want to keep that stuff as far away as me as possible and I think most most other people would too if, if they truly understood um, the effect it can have yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 like we said earlier, it's the it's the education or miseducation. Yeah, it's it's I think it's the lack of education and that's out there. And and look, I was I wasn't even educated well enough myself a couple of years ago and hence why I'm on such a, a mission now to help it become com- common knowledge because I I think we just deserve to be able to choose. If you still choose to use mainstream conventional beauty, that is your choice. That's your life. That's absolutely your choice, you know, but at least have an understanding of what the impacts could be and then make that educated decision um, either way. Yeah. It's funny though, you know, like, I mean, you would know this better than anyone, but it's, it's a journey. And I think that you need to take yourself on it because I, whenever I try and explain it to people, it sounds so overwhelming. Um, Mm. And I always, you know, give them the caveat of, I didn't switch everything overnight. Like it was a gradual process and it really kind of, um, uh, I really noticed it the other day. I went up to Brisbane to stay with my mum. Mm-hmm. And um, my mum's a bit of a hippie and she's all very natural and everything. But, you know, her bathroom cabinet is, you know, Colgate toothpaste, Pantene shampoo, um, yeah. you know, deodorants. You know, as most people are. As most are, people truthfully. are. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, she has some beautiful, perfect potion oils and all the rest of it. But, you know, it was funny. She'd like, oh, have you tried this? And it would be some, you know, Maybelline foundation or something. And I'd be like, oh, mum, I don't, you know, I don't wear that anymore. Or, oh, you've got to try this shampoo. It's amazing. And it was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to um, brand shame people. It yeah. was like John Frieda or something. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, I actually use natural shampoos now mom and (laughs) it was just so hard because I didn't want her to feel bad you know for everything that she was doing no no and and that's and that's absolutely it's a good point I don't want people to ever walk away feeling like fearful or overwhelmed or you know worried about what they're using and feel like it's a really big thing because it's not and what you have been using, you have been using it for quite a long time. So to continue using those products for another week or two, I'm sure that's not going to make a big difference. It's yeah. it's in the long term. It's in the long run. And just the small, every little choice that you make can can make a difference, not yeah. just for your health but the, for the planet and the environment. So just, just exactly look at it in a way like I'm going to switch a moisturizer when I run out of my moisturizer yeah. or if you don't want to keep using that. Whatever works for you is absolutely a-okay, um, but please know that there's there's so many beautiful options, and it's actually a really fun, enjoyable process um, when you start using it because you don't you don't you think there's like there's just a really different energetic almost feeling when you're using natural beauty too. You you actually feel better about using it because you know that you're not supporting or you're not voting and funding um, these brands who are potentially testing on animals or doing not so great for the environment it's it's actually a really enjoyable process to go you know what I know that yes I'm using this choosing to use this product that's better for me it's better for the environment and you actually just feel better about the at all yeah and you've so got a fun. clear conscience there's nothing better than that <laughs> yeah it's fun and the thing is people don't know what they don't know but when yeah. they do know it, then they can change. So if you're listening and you didn't know some of this stuff, that's that's okay. But, you know, now you do know and maybe you can start thinking about it when you go to choose another product. And that's a really exciting time and, and, and process to be making. But don't feel 
don't feel bad or, or guilty about what you've previously used because you didn't know. Yeah, absolutely. So but, you know, so- I think the other thing is other than people's, you know, um, conscience feeling better and their skin looking better, I noticed a massive improvement in my health. I used mm. to suffer from severe brain fog. Mm. And I, I had a few things that I changed, um, including my diet. Yes. But switching my skincare, I, I'm positive it made a difference. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. And and I'm the first person to say as well, it's, I don't just think it's skincare alone. I think it comes down to a healthy, balanced diet, lifestyle, frame of mind, stress-free as possible. Um, and the skincare is, is an additional, skincare yeah. and makeup is an additional factor. But there's very few women that I know that don't use any skincare or makeup products. And, um, yeah, to switch to natural, that it really does help to clear up your skin and make you feel a lot better too. I, am, I have absolutely 100% no doubt of that. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. So, um, if people want um, more information and they want to find out more about you, what can they do? <clears throat> They can head to um, my website. So my website's uh, www.depthsofbeauty.com.au and I have loads of reviews on there. I also host uh, workshops and events, which has been going really great because I really love meeting people face-to-face and helping them to make that transition. Um, But that's all on my website as well. And then I'm also on Instagram and I'm, I'm quite proactive on there. So I usually post... Um, just some products that I'm loving throughout the week and yeah a few other nice things so my Instagram's just uh, at depths of beauty and they're probably the two best places to find me I do offer uh, group consults I'm I'm a little bit I'm not doing many one-on-ones anymore just through my my mission is to help as many people switch to natural so it's utilizing my time to 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 do that so I do mini group consults um yeah, and the events and all the reviews are on the website and through my Instagram as well. Beautiful. I think that's pretty much everything. Yeah, and if you're listening to this episode um, on its release date, um, Em and I are actually doing an event on Thursday, February 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. In Surrey Hills. <laughs> in Surrey Hills. Um, at About Life. So if you're interested, hop onto the About Life website, and you can get more details there. We'll be there with the beautiful uh, Melissa Ambrosini talking yeah, about that balance. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. That'll be so much fun. I'd love to. Wait. I just love meeting everyone. It's a really beautiful community that I feel like is um, yeah interested in healthy beauty and well-being, and it's just so great to be able to offer support or just to have chats with with everyone because we're all still learning and we're all still on our own journey and we're part of we're we're in it together you know so yeah I'd love to hear from you or meet you or yeah beautiful all right gorgeous well thank you that was amazing and I'm sure that people will take a lot from it my absolute pleasure thank you so much for creating this awesome podcast channel it's so interesting so So much fun I love what you're doing and um, yeah, we're going to have to switch switch the table soon. I'll be doing some interviews as well. So I love oh. it. And thank you for yeah. having me. I don't know how I do on the other side of the table. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <be great. laughs> All right, gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this week's episode, head on over to the blog, theinspiredtable.com.au, where you can find all the show notes and any links mentioned in the episode. 
And if you're looking for a little bit of inspiration before next week's episode, come and hang out with me on Instagram. You can find me at, at The Inspired Table or over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Inspired Table. Until next week, I'm Jordana Levine wishing you an inspirational week. 